right, guys. Welcome to the NBA portion of the Sunny NG podcast. Uh, NBA is at all-star break. As the Doc Rivers said, you know, some guys were playing, some guys were in Cabo. Yeah. <laughs> uh, his team definitely looked like it when they got uh, beat by the Memphis uh, Grizzlies without anybody really last night. <laughs> so, yeah, season's done. Everyone's off for a week. They resume next Thursday. Yeah, done, like. Let's just uh, kind of at this point, we'll see where the standings are at. We'll take a look at maybe what's coming up. And then are you going to watch the All-Star game or not? Find out. Very important question here to have. So there's honestly, you know, football's gone from the Sundays. So that does open up a little window to kind of tune in. It's going to be coming in, right? Yeah. Yeah. But golf also, like, fuck, like it was hard watching uh, Tiger trying to play. And then he ends up, uh, you know, pulling himself out. And I cannot... I cannot look at that guy's new logo. It's I've, disgusting. Why didn't he keep the TW back? I have no idea. He said he wanted to leave it behind, and he goes with a company that actually somebody else uh, took Sunday Red, one word Sunday. What? Like some oh, guy already so had that. Know. So he had to split fucking the word Sunday up into Sunday that's Red. why that's... Uh... And that just in itself makes it look that much worse of like some cheat. Like no wonder Nike did all the shit in the background and did all the logo work, did all the work of just kind of putting together the branding, all the partnership work. He did none of that. It's disgusting. And there's actually a company now that they're actually going to look into. Fuck, I can't remember what the company's name is, but they actually have a Puma looking kind of thing too. And it's a very similar logo and it's all red. Theirs is in red too. And their name is very similar to how he has Sunday red on it. This is why Blake, Dude, the TW just look so nicely. It's like the right? TW is perfect. And like people already had the TW stuff. So it's like now transitioning to just with the Nike logo Dude, gone. It looks like the, you know, the Tiger Ball and shit. Our parents yeah. put on us as yeah. a kid. That's what it looks like. It's so it, bad. Man. So like watching this guy's gear right now. And the fucked up thing is this guy, first tournament he launches this uh new clothing line yeah he doesn't even make it to sunday <laughs> at least it wasn't like an injury injury it's no sunday red it's like the there's no sunday yeah. red that we're friday gonna blues for this yeah. guy man and like i the other thing is like how long are you going to be able to wear sunday red like you got to think about maybe do you want to sign some other golfers eventually under your uh your like brand like and whatnot right like jordan like jordan can get people under his brand it's not that hard like people throw on that jordan logo on to already something they maybe have like right, right. psg like they took on jordan yeah. brand so you yeah. still have psg as a team and now they just have jordan branded with them Damn. So it's going to be... It's fucking ugly. It's ugly. Uh, that is, yeah. That, let's <laughs> just get out of that conversation altogether right now. But that Sunday, I think that time slot just kind of opens up to just watching shit. You know, that I heard there's going to be a bunch of different people in the dunk contest. Yeah. I want to check it out. They're, none of those guys are like all-stars. No. They're all just kind of like whatever players. No. But yeah, the all-star, like the NBA dunk contest kind of lost it. There's a... Uh, is it, I think, Steph Curry versus Kate uh, Sabrina? Yeah, yeah, right. They're having the three, but they're also having the actual three-point yeah. contest. Uh, the G League just upset the NBA sophomores and rookies today, Damn. and they all beat them. And then there's some like the skills comp is gonna be interesting because those are like Wimby's in there, and he's kind of a guy who's kind of like yeah, he's been blowing up here the last little bit too. So, I mean, there's little bits and pieces that are interesting, but as a whole, I just don't see the same like. You know, as a kid compared to now when I'd watched that shit, like the dunk contest, I think was kind of the big one, but it was 
they it's not the same as it once it was but hey i'm, I'm still gonna check it out i'll look at it here and there but it looks like they've all kind of went that way like all the yeah, all-stars every single all-stars all but like it's I, crazy they all try to tweak it they'll yeah. try to do things but they're trying to say oh it's for the fans and shit like that and i get it it's for yeah. the fans you put on but like the players don't give a fuck man no these guys just want a week off to like go to mexico yeah Florida, and rest up, right? like just continue the season. They just want a break, man. They right? do. They do they, want a break. They don't like look at all the like you know guys that have to go and do media duties. Yeah, you gotta like give a shit when you're playing. Yeah, skill like skills competition. All the like, I get what some guys once you get closer to the NBA All Star break, they're kind of just checked out. This is like their week, especially the older guys and the you know the young guys are excited as shit because yeah, that's some of them. It's their first one. Yeah. Some it's their second, maybe even third one that they're attending. So to them, I understand they're excited. You know, you're going to get to be called up on one of those different kind of things that you're going to play and oh, yeah. building more of a fan base. You might look good. And that's where they're going to network too. They're going to be able to network with some of these older guys in the league and become friends with and be able to kind of hang out off court. But these older guys are for surely a bunch of them are trying to check out and just <laughs> manage whatever injuries that they're kind of coming into they're this all star. They just want to rest, man. And yeah. some guys like because so many of them live so close to the state. I mean, yeah. in Mexico and shit. Yeah. For them to go to all inclusive Mexico for like four days, yeah, is nothing to them, nothing. man. Just drop in the bucket. So nothing. Uh yeah. Let's just take kind of take a look at where the standings are, kind of where teams are at, and we'll go through this. And also, I was let's start out the east or west. Where do you want to go? Start off with say the east. A little, yeah, weaker. A, a little weaker, a little less <laughs> interesting. So we'll go bottom up here. Um, right now, last time I looked, Hawk, Hawks versus Bulls for a brutal play. Both teams are like 10 games below 500. Yep. If it wasn't for this play and these guys would be all like trading oh, like Canada yeah. Bray <laughs> or Young or somebody would have gotten traded, man. <laughs> like it's, I think they're like, uh, what was it looking at last time? It's 24 and 31 versus. That's crazy. 26 and 20 the Bulls have slowly but I mean if you're the Bulls right now DeRozan's a free agent we talked about this last week too yeah. right with like their inactivity and going for that play in spot but are you really gonna think that you have a shot at beating a team like Boston yeah. Cleveland Milwaukee even the Knicks wants to get healthy again Philly they get beat back yeah. like I just dumb dumb teams making dumb decisions and going in for the last play in spot but Whatever, it gets them some extra revenue, it gives them some extra money, and fuck it. And I think that's kind of why they added the play-in, too. So you don't have, like, every team almost trying to tank. Yeah. You have a couple of teams that are on that edge, and they're like, you know what, these teams won't tank. Like, yeah, we already know if you're already at the bottom, you might as well tank. Right. Like, if you're right. the bottom three, now you might as well fight for a tank job and get some of the better picks. But if you're a team that has a chance to just look good and you know, give uh, the fans some wavering hope that, hey, next year might be our year. Like, <laughs> those are the guys that are... Because we still, like, if we look over on the west side, it, fighting in the play, and we got teams that do give a fuck, mm -hmm. Lakers and Golden State. But they're all, like... But, they, but if you look at their playing spot, they're both about five. Yeah, they are. Right? Yeah. And in some cases, I think, uh, Lakers case, are, like, three games above 500. Yeah. Uh, Golden State... They're right there, about, too, The yeah. Lakers are four games above 500. Yeah. Golden State's a game above 500. Utah Jazz and Houston uh, Rockets, or Utah Jazz would be in a playing spot yeah. or is it the team, right? That kind of tells you all there is to know about the East. So I don't like, I mean, it is, you know what? We're probably going to end up watching the play-in game between these guys at yeah, the end of the day. 100%. Not only is there less teams tanking, <laughs> but they got a week of like these two games, playoff atmosphere. Remember Pat Bev is jumping on the fucking, yeah, the, the whatever, the announcer table. The announcer table. Like, 
Like you want that WWE Championship belt? Dude, they call him the play and MVP and shit like that, right? That was actually dope, though. I get it. See, like, you know, we're laughing about him making fun of these shitty teams. But come April, we're going to be sitting on the couch watching the games, right? So NBA, Silver, exactly what they wanted to happen, man. We're going to watch that shit just because we're sports fanatic. Yeah. Uh, brutal playing game, but hey, if we're going to watch it at the end of the day because that's just who we are as people. So, uh, going next, like the rest of the East, though, fifth to eighth, though, 76ers, Pacers, Heat, Magic. Yeah, shit. Uh, and like 76ers and going down. I don't really know which version of the Pacers show up game to game because their defense is so bad. Yeah. Like they'll put up 140, but then they get out, then they give up 140 next yeah. kind of game. Heat or the Heat, man, I don't, like, they just picked up the guy from the Wizards after yeah. they released him, uh, DeLon Wright. They got some injuries, but hey, like, you can't kill the Heat until they're actually dead. And then yeah. the Young Buck, like, magic, man. Bankero, Wagner, right? Like, stepped it up. I'll step it up, man. I would, like, it's nice to see the young teams, like, try to do something in the playoffs just to see what kind of team they are. Yeah. I mean, if I'm, like, the magic, right, like, I still don't know what I exactly have in, uh, Franz Wagner and Peyton and Bancaro, just because until you see some of these guys in like these playoff moments, yeah. these tight games, like if I had a, I'm not be putting up anybody against Miami if it's a play-in situation. These guys have been there, they've done that. They have the experience. Right, they have the experience and know every possession matters, all these little things. They'll grind it out. Like they'll play a 96-89 game and they don't give a shit. Yeah. Right, they'll <laughs> enjoy it, yeah. right? But you're watching brick after brick. These guys don't give a shit. Yeah. Because they just have that toughness to build through everything, man. So, 5th to 8th, I don't know, like, 76ers are kind of like, until Embiid gets back, I don't really know what kind of team they are. Yeah, like, they'll, you know, they'll probably hang on to a playoff spot. But For sure. With, especially with him. Because right now, like, their last 10 games haven't been that great. No. They're obviously losing a lot more than yeah. they're winning. But I think with Embiid back and who they still have there, it would definitely be a lot more wins. They obviously they're gonna have their losses. Nobody's coming out ten and zero in the la- in their last ten. No, so definitely they're gonna get beat a bit. But once he's back, I think he can push seventy. But the thing is, it's like again every year, it doesn't really matter what position seventy sixers finish. We know they're not making it to an ECF. I mean, and their team is a lot better than it has been the past few years. Yeah. Normally, Embiid would get injured in the playoffs this year. He's like, yo, I'm going to do it a bit early, really? right? Sit. And then who knows how long he's going to be out for. Then you come back from knee surgery. Teams are ramping up for the playoffs. You're just trying to get your conditioning back, yeah. your rhythm. And boom, he'll be in the playoffs just like that. And who yeah. knows if you're Milwaukee, or no, Milwaukee, sorry, the, the 76ers, they're only two games up, right? Yeah. So they have another bad week like they're having this week. They're going to be in a play on a playing spot really quickly at this point. And then you play a team like Miami. I mean, best case scenario is they're playing like Orlando Magic in the first round or something. That'd be the best. Even Indiana, just because Indiana's unproven too. No. Right? A lot their of teams figure them out a bit Their too. defense is not good at all, right? And I know like, you know, Halliburton's young. Uh, Siakam's still getting better with it. No. But they don't give you, they don't have enough of those wing guys that they can put on you. They can score a lot, but come playoffs, right? Those games don't always happen. Yep. You need to be able to get stops in the playoffs. Yeah. And if you find a weakness, they're going to hammer that weakness yep. home, right? So I don't know about that. I, but it's the fact that they're so close, so many things could happen. And the fact that depending on where the bracket falls, you don't want to be playing Boston as much or some of these other teams. Like as long as you can avoid Boston for a couple rounds, it automatically 100%. gives you a much better shot, right? When they're healthy, no one's taking the Boston's taking the East. Like, let's yeah. get that out of the way. Yeah. They've been the most consistent team. 
start to finish. They were, uh, they had how many, they were started the season, uh, what is it? 28 and six, 28 and six. No. Phenomenal numbers. Last 21 games are 15 and six now. Yeah. So they've lost the same amount of games, but at the same time, 15 and six over a season is a 60 and 24 record. So they're almost, they're less dominant part of the game is still in pace for like 60 wins. And they're the most dominant uh, home team almost in the league. I think them and Denver probably Denver, I think, are, I think Denver might be the only team that yeah. can think of. Like only Denver. No, touch. they actually have the best record. Denver's got five losses at home. These are three. Hell. Three losses at home all year. But, and even their road record, like 17 wins is, I think that's second. Yeah, they're second in the league in road wins. Yeah. First in the league in playoff wins. You know, we're always talking about the plus minus number. Like that'll these guys are plus ten point one. No other team is over is higher than seven. And then you have five points. Ten point one. So every hundred possessions, they're outscoring teams by ten points. Like they just dropped uh, they just beat the Nets by fifty points the other day, man. And these guys are kind of in there like we're struggling in yeah. this stage, right? <laughs> If these guys figure it out in the playoffs, because that's really all that like matters. So like, all that matters. Like they're probably a little bored. Like, let's just get to the playoffs. Yeah. Like, you know, that's our chance to really prove it. Cause for these guys, they've been to the semifinals like a bunch of times. Yeah. They've made it to the final. They were one game four curry game away yeah. from having a three one lead. And it's after that curry game was tied two two. The veteran warriors just outplayed them the next outplayed game. They were them. tougher. They were better than them. Yeah. They made, you know, they were in their face and now it's like, does, has Boston learned those lessons yeah. to become that playoff team? Because it happens to every like great does. player, LeBron, the Jordan, like, and I'm not saying Tatum's in these guys' category, but if Tatum wants to be in this category of elite players, even Giannis, Jokic, man, they had the struggles in the playoffs at one point. Yeah. You know, Giannis blew a 2 nothing lead when they were up against the Raptors, yeah. right? The shit's happened, so... Can anyone cast these guys? <clears throat> Which is going to lead me to my next point. The battle for second place right now, second and third, right? You yep. play that, you don't have to play these guys until the semifinals. Yep. So, Knicks, Cleveland Cavaliers, and whatever the fuck version of the Milwaukee Bucks we're going to get for the yeah. rest of the season, too. Yeah. Right? They fired their, co- their coach, but they haven't done better at all. Which They've been weird. worse. And they're paying this guy a lot of money right yeah. now, too. They've been worse ever since that firing. They've Three won. and seven. Yeah, that's fucking brutal. Three and seven since they fucking brought in Doc Rivers, man. That's like basically... And the fucked up thing is, like, thinking about where Doc Rivers was before the 76ers, they're in the same boat right now. They're three and seven in their last end, too. So, <laughs> you know, that's, <clears throat> that's some brutal, like, stretch. Cleveland's on fucking fire right yeah. now. And then... You know, you st- I still give the Knicks a shot because they're when their team is fully healthy, they seem yeah. to have all the right pieces. Yeah. But, you know, Brunson had an ankle injury before. We'll see how that is, how much that affects them. Because Tibbs like to play the guys like 40 minutes a game too, right? Yeah. He doesn't give a shit about load management. And look what happened to, <clears throat> I'm sorry, uh, OG Anobi. I don't know if it's related or not. OG's injured. Randall's injured. Yeah. Brunson has so an injury, weird. right? Like, you're playing your <clears throat> top guys so many minutes. Eventually, it's going to catch up to you, which yep. I think it has on the Knicks. So yep. this week off for them is huge. They get to take the you know, most of the guys get back, and then yeah, they can even keep third place, man, and not have to play Boston potentially in the second round if they get that far. Yeah, because I don't see Boston losing to anybody 
Unless it's like, you know what? We're playing Miami in the first round, then yeah. all bets are off. Then yeah. I'm not, then I'm, so I would be slightly worried if I was Boston and I'm playing Miami in the first round. I don't round. think a lot of people would bet against Miami unless you're from Boston. <laughs> no, man. Miami's played what? Two finals in the last five years. Yeah. Right. And when they haven't made the finals, they made it to the semifinals, I think, yeah. another one or two times. They lost this. Like these guys are always just, and they're usually the underdogs in most series, right? Yeah. Last year, they were a playing team, yeah. but you're still going to be the minds of a lot of people right now, too. So, <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, East is like, it's interesting. The teams aren't as strong from top to bottom like the West is, but still good teams out there, man. And Boston looks like the favorites right now to win the Larry Bird trophy. Yeah. Or Larry O'Brien trophy. I think the Bird one's for like... Is it like MVP of the Western Conference? Why are they fish now? They have that new the new trophies that were made. It's fucking hilarious that trophy. <laughs> well, it's kind of like giving, uh, you know, like in hockey, you get the president's uh, is a cup. No, but that's the team thing. You still get like a, there's no like player that gets semifinal best. Like the team gets a yeah. For the same thing happens in football and shit. Yeah, too, but there's no player award. They're the only sport that does award for the semifinal. Yeah, that's true. Right. So, and and the NBA is also the only one that also has their finals MVP based on just the finals. Yeah. Whereas the NHL does it for the, I mean, football's the same way, which is fair, but yeah. NHL, it's the entire season too. So, or entire playoffs. Um, getting back to basketball here though for a second. So, listen, bottom up again. Play and matchup in the West is sick though. Yeah. Right now, it's going to be. Uh, last time I looked, I think it was, let me just double check here for a second. If I thought, yeah, exactly what I thought it was, uh, Dallas versus Sacramento in the first one. And then Lakers versus Warriors, one matchup, winner advances, losers, I'm eliminated from the playoffs altogether, yeah. man. That's a lot of stakes for these two legacies. Like a lot of them, <laughs> other than the bubble championship where they, you know, got to the actual finals, they've never made it. Well, they made it to one Eastern other conference. one other conference or Western There's, Conference. We made it to last year, they, yeah. and unfortunately, when a single game got swept. Yeah, but they haven't won a playoff game outside the second round since that yeah. five years ago, right? So, usually, Le- LeBron's teams are always winners year in year out. LeBron's obviously not the same LeBron he yeah. was in his prime. It's a different version of LeBron now. Still got him a title, thankfully, but. Yeah, dude, Warriors, Lakers, first round playoff matchup. That's going to be a play-in matchup. Not even a playoff matchup, play-in matchup. Yeah, I think Lakers' biggest thing that they have going for them right now would be to obviously rack up the wins that they can Yeah, and try to sneak into, you know, sixth place, maybe fifth. They got a shot. They got a shot. Three games out of that spot right now. So three games out. Phoenix is also three games out. They could get as high as fifth if they get on a really big stretch. But it's going to be hard after that. It's. I mean, I, but again, getting out of the... You also get an extra week of rest. Yeah. Right? You have just... I mean, for a team like the Lakers who are so dependent on AD and LeBron, getting those guys an extra week off is huge. Yeah. And if you look at some of these games coming up, man, I was just looking at their schedule a little while ago. Here's their first, like, let's say seven games coming out of the play... Uh, out of the... Uh, what do you call it after the break? They play Golden State first game, then they play San Antonio the day after in a back to back. So they should win one of those, one of those. not both of those. Yeah. Then they play Phoenix, L.A. Get a nice break against the Washington Wizards. Then they play Denver, Oklahoma City, 
Sacramento, Milwaukee, Sac- uh, Sacramento again, and Golden State. So their first 10 games coming out of the, wait, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. Out of their first 12 games coming out of the playoffs or after the All-Star break, only two are against the bottom feeders. The other 10 teams are all playoff, uh, playoff teams other than, no, sorry, 9 of the 12. Yeah. And all nine are playoff, uh, playing, uh, playoff teams, playing teams. big test. Sacramento twice because they're only the three games behind Sacramento. Yeah. They win those two those games. Huge. Boom, yeah. right? So that, by the time we get to March 16th, so almost a month from now, which is crazy when you think about it, um, we're going to have, they're going to have go through a bunch of teams in the West. Yeah. They're going to have some easy games in there. We're going to be finding out what time, uh, what kind of team the Lakers are because now they got their four-man rotation with Rui. Finally, Finally, Rui, Reeves, LeBron, and AD are your top four. You and then depending on who's kind of hot in the game, who's doing well, I'll ride you can get Torea Prince for some time. You can get, I think Vanderbilt's out for the He's foreseeable feature with his yeah. foot injury, which is unfortunate because yeah. he was kind of getting his shit going. D'Angelo is your fifth, but... The thing with D'Angelo, he's a game-to-game guy, right? Yes. Now that his minutes are getting a little bit lower, you've got size on the floor with Rui, LeBron, AD. You can help, uh, what do you call it, Reeves. And then, yeah, you, if you want to have a defensive first, you can put some guys there. Yeah. You can rotate minutes with the big guy. Make sure AD's not playing the center position all game, right? So, yeah. Matt Lakers have got some options, but they got a tough, tough road coming out of the, what do you call it, uh, all-star break. And we're going to find out about a month from now what kind of situation these guys are going to be. Plus, so, they'll have, uh, by March, hopefully, Gabe Vincent's supposed to come back. I don't know he's what gonna he's going to bring. I don't know what he's going to bring, man. Because he, he's going to have a lot of rust, too. You're going to have a lot of rust. You're going to have zero chemistry because you're coming yeah. into guys that are already playing with each other. And who knows by then... We Lakers could already have uh, their you know death squad kind of lineup that they're just gonna ride out now, and Vincent will just be that guy waiting uh, for well, an injury or something like that. The whole the, the whole reason they had Vincent in their sights in the offseason was he could play defense and shoot threes. Yeah, and if you're looking for a team with the Lakers need, yeah, they need a guy who can play some defense and shoot threes. Yeah, so if you have a lineup potentially, a Reeves, Vincent, Rui. LeBron and AD, that's a solid starting five, depending on what version of Vincent shows up. Yeah. Then you can bring in D'Angelo off the bench, yeah. whereas what he should be at this point in his should career, be. right? He should be. Uh, he's coming off the bench, let him fire away, let him do his thing. You got the bench, D'Lo, it's all yours, run it. And I right? like that. That'd be better, just like how they gave, Golden State gave Clay that. Yeah. And look what he did coming off the it's bench. How you, he said it's how you respond. You can either <laughs> pout or you can do something about it. And you know what he did? He dropped 35 Fuck points. Yeah. He's probably going to come back and drop seven tomorrow. Yeah. But, but then he still... moored next week and then he's going to drop like 35 yeah. the next and, game. And a bench guy can do that because he's a he's in a bench role. So mentally, you're like, you know what? I fucked up today. Whatever. Now your starters should be the guys that should be closing these games. And you know what? They won. They had to kind of struggle. And the game before that, like, uh, they, they, sorry, fuck, I'm rambling on The here. Clippers won, right? They held on against Utah. They should have beat the Clippers. Yeah. They, they didn't should've. have Kawhi. I saw that. I was watching the fourth quarter, man. They got, they couldn't stop anybody. They just three pointers, three pointers. <laughs> and then Clay thought he was Clay Thompson that game. I saw that show. That dude, it's too, <laughs> he comes in and he's just shooting like lead. That was like me in the first game when we were playing basketball yesterday, yeah. man. Just fucking <laughs> rip everywhere. Air ball. And it's those shots where, like, you know when it leaves your hands, you already know it's going to be a miss. Like, oh, fuck, <laughs> man. So, but then, you know, he came off the bench. He, he can kind of do the same thing. But the problem with Clay is that 
he's st- like, and I feel kind of bad for him in this way is that he was even saying himself was like, he's got to play a different style of play. Like he's watching Curry still dominate. He's watching Draymond still start while he himself yeah. has gone from being one of the most feared shooters in the game to like, I just a kind of another guy. And you're like, yeah. let him shoot. Yeah. That's the worst thing you want to hear Clay. Cause he can't, he hasn't done anything yeah. else, man. He doesn't drive. Nothing. He doesn't backdoor cut like he used to. Shooter. The ball's in his hand. Boom. He's shaking a shot. He doesn't. Yeah. But the problem is he can't make those shots anymore. He doesn't have the leeway to make these yeah. shots anymore. You're a Kaminga. You got some other mouths to feed, man. Yeah. So I kind of empathize with him a little bit with his situation right now. So, I mean, leads to my next point why, you know, the Warriors tried to get interested in getting LeBron out to Golden State. For the, uh, but I mean, they had the conversation. Literally, I was, uh, they, basically what happened was the uh, Warriors were like, hey, I wonder if we can get a good LeBron. Yeah. They called up, the owner calls up Genie Bus. Hey, Genie Bus tells him, talk to his agent. Yeah. His agent's like, okay, LeBron doesn't want to leave. And they're like, are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> no, he was sure. He doesn't want to leave. He's like, you 100% sure you don't want to leave? No. All right. But if something changes, give us a call back soon. Yeah, the trade deadline don't work. <laughs> that was it. But the fact they even tried to go for that, yeah. I mean, the lineup of that would have been like ratings galore, all that shit. They would have been fucked up, man. Like imagine the Lakers, the entire Laker nation, like would have, man. Like we thought that people were pissed off when LeBron left Cleveland, and the Cleveland fan base that remember yeah. burned all his jerseys, yeah, and then yeah. obviously people regretted it when he came back to Cleveland. Yeah, like yo, we'll buy yeah. another jersey. Laker nation would eat this guy alive. That's just, over 35 oh, million people like, <laughs> sitting in Cali. Man, <laughs> that's why they didn't like him in the first place when he spurred <laughs> him the first time, right? All those years ago. So, no matter what, right? So, oh man, that, like, <laughs> I was just like, that's fucking crazy if they put him on the team. But then, if you're looking at it from the Warriors side, right? And you're also looking at it from Lakers, like, if you're Lakers, what do you want from the Warriors to trade LeBron? You yeah. would have had to do, obviously, multiple first rounders. Yeah. Right? When Curry guys aren't playing. On top of that, you would probably have to give up, like, they probably would have asked for Kaminga or that Podensky sure. guy. They need guys back. And then you would have to throw Chris Paul in for salary. Yeah. Maybe even throw in, like, a Clay or a Wiggins for salary. Wiggins right? would probably make more sense. You would have had to, I think at this point in their career, I think Steph is kind of in that mode where he's like, if I'm going to win, I'm going to win with Draymond and I'm going to yeah. win with Clay. Yeah. I don't care if Clay's starting or not. Yeah. I don't care if Dre's punching out dudes. Yeah, but these are the two guys that I want to win with because that's who I that's who I had the success with, right? So you like you don't hear him talking about going to different teams or looking for the no. His legacy is set. Yeah. If he gets another fucking title somehow, God bless. Yeah, right. Like LeBron, kind of same thing. Their legacies are set. I think LeBron's probably got that. Like, is he a go compared to Jordan? To okay, now we got ourselves a real dude. Five. Age that he's in, like those older titles mean a lot more than what you did when you were in your prime. Yeah. Right? That's why the title when the Warriors won a few years ago, even with LeBron, he was still like 34, I think. 34, 35. 20, they won. So that's what? 20 years ago. Four years. So he would have been 35 turning, no, 34 turning 35, kind of thing. Like down there. Steph Curry's like 36. Steph Curry won his when he was like 30. Yeah, four. That feels kind of like the max, but winning one when you're 36, 37, 38, that, you know, crazy. Almost 40, right? Like, that's another conversation 
you know, Jordan, the same thing. He won just as many titles after the age of 30 than he did before the age before, of 30, yeah. right? Like even like Peyton Manning, that second title when he was like 40 years old. Yeah. Tom Brady, Brady winning all these titles yeah. when he's like, it means more to your legacy. It does. And not saying you were, you know, at the prime, obviously you got to win, but you're not going to win every single year. So when you no. can win a title or titles in your 40s, your 30s, yeah. it just makes everything so much more impressive on top of everything else. So, um, yeah, so like, Again, we could talk about these two teams going at it. They've had a great rivalry for the last few years. True. But fifth versus eighth, just like in the East, though, yeah. two games apart. Suns, Pelicans, Mavericks, and Kings in that order. Yeah. And two of those teams would be uh, playing teams, and the other two would get to chill for a week. Yeah. So, and dude, Suns, they've had their their depth is like adding Royce O'Neal was something, but their one like Booker or Durant injury from having a bad week and being in a playoff. Playing the opportunity. I still don't know what the hell the Pelicans are kind of about. Like, I know, yeah, you know, Brandon Ingram's a good player and Zion's not what he once was. And they got some really good players, but they don't scare me at all. Like, they didn't even show up for the game against the fucking Lakers in the, turn yeah. the tournament thing. They got shellacked. Yeah, they're a team right. that I don't think anybody's really scared of. Yeah. But people are definitely surprised that they're, you know, still sticking around, still fighting, clawing their way to try to not go into a play-in, obviously. I respect that. Yeah. But the other side of me is like, these guys also don't have a great history of uh, injuries, yeah. right, working in their favor. And the fact that it's going to be a grind now until the end of the season. Yeah. I'm hoping Pelicans can stay healthy and kind of see, like, what is this team really yeah. about? Because they haven't really them. seen it with all three of their, like, main guys playing at the same time, right? And obviously Luca being Luca right now, It'd be nice for them. They've been on fire. I think they won like four. Uh, I think it was six straight last time I looked. Definitely a good amount. So, dude, the entire West, other than the Nuggets, have all won at least one or like three out of four. Fuck. Like, I was like, here's the here's winning streak in the West compared from first all the way to 10th. Four games, two games, one game. Denver lost three in a row. Two games, three games, six games, one, three, and one. Yeah. Every other team uh, besides the Denver has been playing well recently, but... Denver is also the fucking defending champions with the best player in the league. So yeah. they're probably getting a little bored themselves. Yeah. Right. But I just, yeah, man, that's that fifth to eighth is going to be tough. And trying to get out, in, out of the playing spot where one game can decide your entire season, especially for a team like the Suns who've spent so much money on Durant, draft picks, same with Beal, Booker, all this shit, right? Pelicans are like, what do we have? Like, is this team a playoff team? Is this not like, do we need to right? Obviously Luca with the Mavericks Kings are one team who had a really good last year, but then they couldn't beat the Warriors. Couldn't obviously we know the Lakers and the Warriors um, history, what they've got on the line. So there could be some situations that players get traded team coaches get fired all this shit because they just can't get it done and get it, uh, get out of the playing spot. Man. Yep. So it's going to be a, I think right after this all-star break is when, you know, the grind button is going to be hit on all these teams and <laughs> everybody's going to be trying to set themselves up. Obviously, nobody wants to be in the plane, but at yeah. least those teams in the plane know what the hell they got to do. Best of one, get in there, get, get the win and get your asses into a plane. Like it's so random, the one game, like the NCAA kind of thing, right? So you just want to put yourself in a spot where you have to rely on that one game, right? You're doing well all year, and then maybe you have two bad weeks towards the end of the season. Boom, you're in the playing spot, right? Yeah. So that's what the Phoenix Suns are like. You know, Phoenix Suns, Mavericks, Pelicans, like all those teams have so much to play for. And having 
the guarantee that you're going to be able to at least play in the first round is kind of nice to have, and you get the week off almost in between too. So. That's true. Um, yeah, I think we kind of tapped out for basketball this week. We got yep. the All Star break, so probably won't be a lot of conversation about the play basketball next week. But I think next week we'll talk a bit more about the second half storyline, some other things we're going to look forward to. Uh, and then yeah, that's it. That's it, guys. We're out, and uh, for this ep- uh, this edition of the Sunny G podcast, and then yeah, we'll be back with the next ones.